everyone, welcome back again. My name is Martin Curitan, Senior Journalist from XR Today, and we're always bringing you the latest and greatest from the VR, AR, and XR industries. Today, we have on a repeat guest named Sammy Tauber. She is the founder and chief executive of Vinci. It's this amazing metaverse project um, based on music, sound, visuals, and all sorts of great things. So welcome, Sammy. It's a pleasure to have you here today. We're going to go ahead. We'll kick things off. So tell us a little bit about what you're up to at the moment. Um, it seems that you're having a very good time at the Cannes Festival. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what's taking place there? Yeah, so I'm at the Cannes Festival now, and literally a week ago I was in Monaco. Uh, so I was there for the Metaverse Entertainment World Summit, um, and I was nominated for a Music Metaverse Award, uh, which was really humbling. And um, the other nominees in the category were David Guetta and Gorillaz, which was super surreal. And it was um, under the high patronage of Prince Albert and um all the innovators and thought leaders uh, from across the world in the Web3 and the metaverse mm-hmm. space congregated for uh, this gala and summit and award show. And so I performed as Vinci at uh, the Hotel Hermitage rooftop terrace on May the 3rd. And then on May the 4th was the gala and um, super humble to announce that I ended up winning the Music Metaverse mm-hmm. Award. So, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, congratulations, welcome. I mean, very, very good job there. And like, yeah, very, very good time. Like, I mean, it's it's one of those kind of prestigious kind of awards that you can get, especially at that festival, you know. And it's kind of a testament to kind of the rise of metaverse technologies as well as kind of creativity that can come from that. So yeah, kudos to you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, it's really interesting because I've been, you know, as you know, I've been doing this project for a while. I started uh, Vinci in 2017-18, but I always saw the future of, um, you know, storytelling and having, you know, a character that can also be a game character and then eventually fits into the world of the metaverse. And it's just a cornucopia of opportunities um, as a creative that you can do. And so uh, for years I've been building up IP gradually uh, with music as the lowest hanging fruit because I create all my own music. And uh, to see that acknowledged um, at the gala was super humbling and uh, rewarding and very encouraging to continue this project and keep building out, um, you know, innovations in the metaverse and what we can do with multimedia IP storytelling. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, that segues into what we can chat about next. So we talk about bringing these music performances to life. So you enter the Muse um, Gala or you go to the Cannes Film Festival and you perform and you do like um, kind of this amazing immersive show. So what kind of um, solutions do you use to bring these performances to life? That's a fantastic question. Thank you for asking. I feel uh, like it's a really interesting time to be a music artist and the liberating thing about the metaverse and like, I mean, the gorillas were pioneering this is that you can be whoever you want to be and you can defy physics, right? And so the the beauty about this Vinci character is that I can perform as Vinci and nobody will see me in real life or I can also perform in real life and have the character either next to me 
or I could embody the character. <laughs> and there's just so many ways to do it. So the way I've been approaching this is um, since 2018, I've been putting Vinci into Unreal Game Engine and putting her into different uh, storytelling scenarios and making them music videos, and it would build up the storytelling and IP. And then when I started to get more into motion capture, I realized the potential for this for Metaverse XR shows as well as even uh, physical stage shows. Um, and what I love about where motion capture technology is going is that kind of like music production, it's becoming super democratized and accessible. And I believe that's what we need for the metaverse to become mainstream and accessible is that ability for anyone to um, have access to these technologies. And so I'm really passionate and excited about that. So my journey started off with exploring uh, Rococo, which was an indie motion capture system. And I would pilot my character live in Unreal Game Engine. And via the plugin of NDI, I would broadcast live to any sort of uh, software um, and be able to perform as Vinci. Um, but the way the technology is going, um, there's companies like Move AI and Wanda Dynamics and implementing AI and just cameras to track an actor or a singer or a musician's performance and in real time, um, you know, simulate a CG character. Um, and that I find is super fascinating and interesting because it's totally lowering, lowering the barrier to entry um, for anyone to create. So if you have a story or an idea that you want to share, um, the technical barriers of, you know, in the traditional sense, having to learn how to do animation or rigging a character that's, you know, that's been removed. Um, so people, especially like me that are in the music industry, and that's my main focus, can implement all these other multimedia technologies and be able to communicate um, the stories that I want to share Share about this fictional character in and the world building in this universe. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know, funny that you mentioned Unreal Engine. Uh, we just recently spoke to the guy Ryan McKinnon, who he also designed the um, latest video for Avenged Sevenfold. So he talked about how easy it was for people to kind of um, take their creations and put them on the stage, put them over from the headset into lives, you know, the live forty setting. So it's really, really interesting how he was able to do that. And also I've seen from some of your footage as well, um, similar to kind of uh, ports. So it's really, you know, it's really engaging. Like how does it increase the engagement with the audiences? What kind of um, responses have you seen from them? Well, I just think it's fun. Like it's, it's creating a fantasy and bringing it to life for people. And I think a unique thing about what I'm doing in particular is that I am singing and dancing live as myself on stage as well. I'm not just hiding behind the character. So I'm implementing Unreal Game Engine, mocap technologies, AI, you know, AR, VR, and XR, all of that. But I'm also keeping the human elements so we don't lose that because, I mean, there's always that burning desire for the creative and the authenticity and the human-to-human -human interaction on stage. But that being said, um, I think the world is ready for, you know, gamification in music performances and interactivity. And um, I kind of treat this project like a, a metaverse musical. Yes, right. <laughs> so like there are other characters besides Vinci um, that will be the dancers and the musicians on stage. At the moment, it's just me, Vinci, and then we have other CG characters behind me. But what I would like to do is take that from screen to stage. Um, so we have those dancers and musicians 
could be cosplaying, but having that seamless merging between the digital and the physical. So if there is a larger story, which is what I'm working towards, because I've written a novel about Vinci and this cast of characters, like a musical, it makes sense taking it to the stage show. And then beyond that, it's about the audience and uh, their role in, in the performance, um, whether they choose to be passive spectators or whether maybe they choose to be active co-creators with you during the live music stage show experience. Perhaps they are two characters in the story or perhaps they're able to gesturally move um, sounds and visuals dynamically on stage while you're also performing in real time and maybe that influences the the, the metaverse storyline. Um, so that's where I see the future of um, entertainment. And it was really interesting. Um, Last year, I was included in um, this report, um, IPSOS, uh, What the Future Music Edition. And uh, they also discussed what Virtual ABBA were doing, which I think was fantastic, bringing um, ABBA back to life, you know, um, for their major stage show. And I think this is just the beginning of where entertainment um, could go with all of this stack of new technologies. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's so many different ways like to connect with the audience. Now we used to, in the past, we had maybe immersive shows where we would just interact with the audience, maybe, you know, um, hand out things or toss sticks or get the crowd to chant, things like that. But now it's this seamless kind of woody experience that people can get into, which I think is going to be like the next stage for entertainment. And speaking of which, I was going to ask you a little bit, this is a curious question. Uh, what was the inspiration behind Vinci and like, how did you bring this character into existence? Bless you. I love that question. <laughs> well, Vinci is named after Leonardo da Vinci um, as an aspiration for my love of the pursuit of polymathic creativity. Um, so that's where the name came from. And then I made it my own spelling, V-N-C-C-I-I. But then interestingly, I saw on the interwebs um, the classic Vitruvian image um, of, uh, you know, the Vitruvian man uh, drawn by Leonardo da Vinci, which shows the divine proportions. But there was an interesting meme online of it being half cyborg, half man. And I saw this in 2017. I was like, what is the future of humanity? Um, and I started reading widely and getting into the tech space, right? Um, reading about the singularities nearby Ray Kurzweil, thinking about the future of artificial intelligence. What is this transhumanism movement and what does it mean for humanity? And so all of these questions were bubbling in my mind. And then I was scanning the marketplace of all the different IP franchises out there. Like we have Star Wars, Harry Potter, Marvel, and I'm seeing all these characters, right? And I'm going, I'd love to see a character kind of native to the metaverse um, that's a super heroine that is a super sentient because um, I got that, that terminology after reading Nick Bostrom. Um, he's a famous like philosopher, AI ethicist um, from the UK, uh, talking about the theory of super intelligent artificial intelligence and what does it mean when they're super sentient and become self-aware. Um, obviously it's in the fiction territory, but that's the, the realm that I play in. And so that is how I positioned her as a character. And it was a really interesting thought experiment because ever since um, I created this being, um, I had to become this being and create music and create content and IP in Unreal Game Engine that, uh, you know, would 
um, reflect um, my perception of what it could mean um, to be a superheroine that's a self-aware AI. And it was so much fun, like just from a, an imagination point of view. Um, and when I started off, I didn't know much about this character, but the more music I created and the more music videos I did of putting her in Unreal Game Engine, the more I got a feel for the multidimensionality of this character. And I fell in love with her, kind of like falling in love with Spider-Man. And um, that's when I decided it was around a year and a bit ago that I wanted to write a novel. And so I wanted to expand this in the world building. And the timing was uh, very fortuitous because at this time we we're talking about the metaverse in the zeitgeist. And I'm seeing people create these beautiful environments and all these amazing Web3 communities that are emerging. And I was going, well, this is there's a potential here um, for taking co-creation with a community to an entirely new level, especially when you're building stories um, and franchises. And that's when I decided I'm going to write a novel. I'm going to learn more about this character, Vinci, create a cast of characters, think about who will be the community, what role will they play in this story, and all the different um, micro storylines that can shoot off from here. So it's um, it's that that's my North Star. It's um, it's a lot of work, but it brings me so much joy, world building and creating. And my current focus is obviously the music and doing these stage shows, um, getting people familiar with who Vinci is um, as a character, as a superheroine, being on stage, um, and this novel um, to give a bit of a leak it's based 500 years in the future and I did that deliberately as well because at the zeitgeist of our times we're living in such an interesting time in human history we're seeing the emergence of generative AI um, humanity is thinking about what kind of world we want to live in and so um, as a thought experiment by me writing the novel and thinking about where we'd where would we be as a planet plus a galaxy 500 years in the future really um, encouraged me to think deeply, meditate deeply, read widely and um, think about ways, um, even from a monetization model, um, that I could engage the Web3 community to build a franchise from the ground up. Yeah, it's, it's really, really brilliant. And, you know, there's so many things I would love to um, touch on or at least like explore a little bit further, especially with the concepts of transhumanism, because, you know, um, I'm a member of the London Futurists. I like to go to some of their events. And these are some of the topics that we actually discuss within the groups. Uh, and so, um, you know, things like human augmentation, you know, the you know ethics and AI, things like that. And we're now kind of using science fiction. I always see it as kind of like the blueprint for science fact in the, in the near future. So, you know, exploring these kind of creative endeavors allows us to kind of explore what humanity is going to be in the near future. And these are things that we really do have to discuss. So exactly. giving them and kind I of a portrait of what that's going to look like. Exactly. And I oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I was just, um, I totally agree with you. And I think... The world needs to be excited about the future. Um, and I do think I, we, you and I both see that in the bubble of this uh, metaverse community and Web3. But I think once um, the technology becomes more democratized and accessible to all, which is the beauty about um, being, becoming a content creator as well, and the accessibility of this technology, people can come up with simulations and models of 
the future um, of what the kind of world that we would like to live in and be excited about it. So therefore we could 3D print these technologies or build these cities, you know what I mean? Um, or establish, you know, ethics or, or, or new ways of societies or um, forms of distributed intelligence networks. Um, so yeah, we are in the fiction territory, but like you said, think about Star Trek, <laughs> you know, and Star Wars and all these um, science fiction stories, they ended up inevitably influencing our reality and our um, our mind space and um, the way we are excited about the future. Absolutely. And it gives people the chance to dream about what they can do with these technologies. Because now, I mean, we're, we, we're building these systems. And one of the things I think about with the metaverse is especially how people can use these to improve quality of life for you know every everyday people. So, for example, entertainment, um, things like human augmentation, helping people who are blind to you know identify people, you know safety and automotive, um, you know windshields and things of that nature. So, there's so many different applications that I think the metaverse can offer when we start plugging in these different disparate, you know, seemingly disparate systems and making them, you know, a part of our everyday life. So yeah, like I said, so much to touch on about that, so much to talk about. Yeah, anything else uh, that you'd like to chat about before we um, wrap it up for today? <laughs> oh, I've really enjoyed our conversation and um, thank you for supporting me on this journey. Um, I think I'm really excited about the future. I'm a pragmatic optimist um, and I believe there's this famous uh, saying, uh, the old sh shamanic tale, there's two wolves. One represents love, the other one represents fear. Which wolf do you choose to feed? And um, I think that's exactly where we're at with uh, even the metaverse and all these new technologies like AI. And so that is why that is why I created this character, Vinci. Um, and she's a superheroine, but by the way, when you're a superheroine, it's not putting her necessarily on a pedestal above anyone. And she's not here to save anybody. She's just here um, and she doesn't have a weapon as well. Her her instrument is a tuning fork, a life-size tuning fork, which helps herself tune to the right divine frequencies and encourages others as well to attune to the right frequencies. Um, and so I just hope to be a beacon of light and inspiration for others. Um, and I'm super humbled for winning the award. And um, I look forward to continuing this journey with you. Absolutely. Brilliant. Thanks so much for your time. And do enjoy the bank holiday. I know it's going to be a nice sunny time. I'm going to get back on the two wheels uh, and, um, you know, try to have some fun. So, do the, you know, have a good time for yourself as well. Uh, congratulations once again for the award at the Muse event and then also, you know, an amazing time at the Cannes Fest, uh, Film Festival. So once again, <laughs> we've been speaking to Sammy Tauber. She is the founder and chief executive of Vinci. Uh, it's amazing uh, content that you can find on YouTube and on her website. And we'll have that included in the show notes for today. So once again, thanks so much for joining us. Hope you all have a great time for the, uh, for the bank holiday. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.